Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 30th of November 2017. This is The Gap, episode 398. I'm Luke Laurie and Job Gorey is here today. How you going, Job? It's a bit hot today. It's hot. Shit's hot, yo. Summer's coming. It's hot out. Summer's here. How hot is it? Um, yeah. When is summer, technically? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, I think it's been on for a little while now. It's, it's popped up early. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. It's, um... It's hot, but I bought a new fan. Did you? I did. It's, oh. it's very exciting. I went up to, there's a JB Hi-Fi about two kilometers away from where I live. Yep. And I wandered on up there, bought myself a fucking fan. It's three fans in one, actually. And you can control each fan independently. Okay. And uh, it, it, it like smashes out the, the heat, uh, out the cool air, rather. Hmm. Um, but it was like 10 kilos, so I had to carry that motherfucker <laughs> two kilometers, which was like, wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Except like, it's a fan. It's not like it's fucking a sack or something. Your sack, you can drape over your back and just fucking wander. No, this fucking thing, I'm like wandering down a path with this thing that's nearly as tall as I am. I'm like fucking, oh God. Anyway, I get it home and, uh, it turns out the base is about seven kilograms of the entire fan's weight. Like, it's the fucking... It's this giant metal disc hmm. that weighs a fucking, I don't know, 14 tons. And, uh, yeah, if it didn't have that base, then it would have been really easy to carry. would have been not that heavy at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does it do, like, heat as well? Is it one of those fancy no. fans? Oh, okay. No, it's not like your crazy fan. Yeah. This thing cost 130 bucks. Right. They don't cost $8,000 or yeah. whatever the fuck your bladeless fan shit cost. I did cost. not buy an $8,000 bladeless fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like 100 and something as well. Yeah, fucked it was 100 and something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if you stole it. <laughs> I'm looking it up. How much these bastards cost? It was $100 to hire the fucking safe cracker or some shit. So you can steal this fucking thing. Um, oh. All right, this one says it's $400, but that's not right. That is 100% correct. That's what they cost. No. I was shopping for fans yesterday, Luke, and I walked down the aisle past your ridiculous fan. I'm like, <laughs> and he bought it two years ago when they were like- Nah, it was on special. It was yeah. on special when I bought it. Two years ago, man. Two years ago on special- it was probably like $1,400. And now, two years later, they're like, oh, new technology's out. Don't worry about it. We're, we're, we're super low. It's, this shit's cheap now. Yeah. Oh, is it... It's probably... Is it like a the one you bought, like a, a long, thin one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, it's it's similar to the one that I, we've got in a bedroom. It's like a hundred and something bucks. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you need something that's like... You got that height because you're in a bed, so yep, yeah. it's got to get over the top of the bed exactly. Because and you, with this one, you can turn off the bottom fan right and just have the top two fans, so you're only using two thirds of the electricity, hmm. or so I theorize. I don't know. At the very least, you're not blowing cold air underneath your bed. Yep, pointlessly, I guess. You know. Yep. Um, but yeah, so the monsters don't get cold. Uh, so yeah, that's fun. But yeah, I got a, got a new fan, so everything's good. 
Uh, I had to do it. I woke up on, um, what was yesterday? Wednesday. Wednesday. So I woke up at like one in the morning on Tuesday and I'm like, this, we got aircon in our, in our like bedroom. We got aircon, like two split, split air conditioner, whatever the fuck, split system air conditioners. Yep. Uh, I am 1000% convinced the one in the bedroom does not do anything at all. Okay. Like nothing. I think maybe it blows air. I woke up at one in the morning and uh, I, like I'm like, oh f- fuck's sake! And I turn on the torch on my phone. And I look at the fucking controller for the aircon hmm. and it says heating 24 degrees. I'm like, why the fuck is it doing this? So <laughs> that's it. I don't want any. Like, why would I? Why? Why would it heat? Hmm. Why? And why would it be on 24 degrees? This is this is exactly like in Taiwan when they kept changing the aircon to be twenty six degrees because technically it's three degrees cooler than outside. Fuck off! I don't give a fuck. Nineteen degrees or nothing all day. My wife's like, oh, nineteen degrees too cold. I don't care. You can like put on some, put on some layers then. You put on layers and I will not like just melt into my fucking bed while I'm like lying without any fucking anything on, like trying desperately to, to get any kind of cool in me. Yep. Ridiculous. Anyway, so I had to to immediately go buy a fan, Hmm. like instantly. But yeah, Um, yeah. fun time. Good times. Good times. times. All right, should we talk about some games? Uh, Sales. Sales Sales are on. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Uh, I picked up quite a a few games. Um, I've been shopping at Green Man Gaming though. Cause oh yeah, right. They've been doing some good deals this year with their mm. um with their sales. Um, so I think the like the majority, I think all of the game the games that I've bought this sale at least have been from there. Um, and even the, like the last couple of AAA titles that I've kind of picked up from there as well. Like they seem to do a lot better deals in Steam these days. They do like um uh Usually, like, 15% off during pre-order, stuff like that as well. Um, so, that's pretty cool. Anyway, I, I bought, like, eight eight games, eight or nine games over, like, the last week, which has been good. Mostly just indie stuff. The only AAA game I bought was uh, Injustice 2. I thought I might give that a crack. Yeah, fair enough. I never got around to it. Um, so, I picked that up on PC, but the rest have been all indie games. Um so I guess I'll get through that at some stage, but I've been playing a couple of them. Yeah. And it's, uh, I, I think it's stuff that we haven't actually talked about on here before at all, which should be interesting. Um, this war of mine, you didn't play that at all? No, but Junk did. Junk did. Did he, did he like it? Yeah. Okay. I'm not a fan so far. Oh, um, okay. it's, uh, it's, it's a survival game based around a war where you're controlling a bunch of characters and you have to go out and scavenge for things and build up. Uh, build items in your base and pretty much just survive there's like different um things you have to keep up like you can't be hungry don't get sick uh go look for weapons to protect yourself um but the game does a really bad job of explaining anything at the start like it just kind of says all right just go and you've kind of got to figure it out for yourself like uh there are three characters that you start off as that you can play with and it it doesn't even tell you that you can Swap, swap the different characters so they're just kind of they're just kind of there um, and I thought that was just like people I could talk to or something it's like nah and it wasn't until that like, second day that I, I started just pressing buttons on my keyboard and it eventually 
it's swapped to a different character and I could move them around. And so you can actually do different tasks. Um, like you can have one task, one person go and scavenge and look through this junk pile and try and find stuff out of it. And that that takes a bit of time, could take a, you know, 30, 40 seconds or something like that. But while that's happening, you switch to another character and have them go do something else. Um, right. But it literally doesn't tell you, like, there's no tutorial system at all. It just kind of starts and it's, it's like, all right, just go. So I didn't know that was a, an actual thing. Um, so I played like, it's pretty much just split up into days where it, there's a time limit that you've got to sort of complete your tasks and, and uh, once nighttime kind of fall uh, finishes, that's when you go out and go to different areas on this map it shows you. And it says, all right, well, in this area, you're going to go visit a school or uh, an abandoned building. And you pretty much just get to this area and you start looking for things in the, uh, the um, you know, that vicinity to try and take back with you. And there's only a certain amount of uh, like backpack space that you've got. So you could sort of have to manage what you want to take with you or um, like prioritize certain items yeah um, and i don't know i just i wasn't feeling it. i was just like oh, okay um well, i get it but it's it's not really giving me any objectives it seemed more like a i, I thought it was gonna be like a story based or something yeah um because i saw some some dlc stuff that you can buy that that seems to be story based stuff but i just figured that was expansions type content um yeah. Anyway, this mode is is not that. It just seems to be more like a survival survival thing. Um, so I'm not really into that part of the moment. Maybe I'll have to pick up some of that DLC and see what that has to sort of offer. But yeah, I kind of played like 40, 50 minutes of it and was like, ah, I'm not really feeling this right now. I just wanted to play some some uh, something else. Um, yeah. Okay. So a bit disappointing, but I'll, I'll get back to it at some stage. It just wasn't the right time for me to play in that. I don't think I was just like, uh, I want to do something else. This is too, like, I don't I didn't want to do like a sim management type type game at that, that moment. Um, so I fired up Darkest Dungeon instead, mm. and I've been having a lot of fun with that. I've played about three or four hours. <laughs> Hang <so far>. on. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> you didn't want to play fucking inventory management game, so you fired up Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. Loot based <laughs> and, and, and you're like, oh yeah, no, this is good though. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's that's. I don't know. That just seems like an interesting turn of events. It seems more like I don't know. The complete lack of combat might have been your real problem. Well, you're a violent man, like that, and like just it not telling you anything and just being like, hey, figure it out for yourself. Like I didn't know what I'm supposed to be doing, or like, isn't the darkest dungeon sort of not handhold you and shit? No, well, there's a tutorial system. It tells you like, hey, here's all the shit you need to know. Go at it, and I'm like, it's really good. Here's all the shit <laughs> you need to know. Now you're fucked. Yeah. Now good luck. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's an RPG roguelike game where you uh, take a bunch of characters into dungeons and kill monsters uh and you get loot and items and sell them and try and make your characters bigger better stronger um which i'm having a lot of fun with it's it definitely is hard uh it's got this like system in there where have you played it at all no no um so as you're going through the dungeons there's like a light meter that shows up on the screen and and uh you take you take sorry there was What's some up? basketball started playing in the background. ESPN started playing basketball. Um, on my side, you didn't hear that. Uh, 
Yeah, so as you're going through these dungeons, there's like this light meter at the top of the screen and each time you sort of progress through rooms, the light meter sort of drops. And once it gets below like, I think it's 70 on, on a number scale, it um it starts to affect different parameters in the game. Like uh, your character start getting stressed or um, you can't surprise monsters as easily so you don't get an advantage in the fight. Maybe they'll go first. Um, and each time this number sort of drops, those stats get a bit worse. And so you've got to manage that as well by taking things like torches into the game and making sure you have enough of them to keep to keep you going. Because um, if your character gets stressed, they, uh, they've got these like characteristics on them where it makes them do really bad things. <laughs> and each sort of person is a bit different. Like one of the, you know, I might take somebody in that's sort of, they've got this compulsive behavior where they want to open up all the chests and sometimes you might want to do that because it's a trap but if they're stressed out they might they might just fucking do all that stuff all the time um or uh maybe they want to they they want to run away from the fight or go somewhere else like they'll sort of do that so you've got to try and manage this light system as well as making your way through the dungeon yeah um with, without losing any of these characters because it is like permadeath situation so if you do manage to lose one of your really good characters that's it they're dead they're gone um, so there's like all these different things you've got to kind of manage in this system and it is quite hard as well and challenging because um, yeah the combat is, is fairly brutal so each time you sort of go into a fight uh, you're taking four people with you and they're in like a um, like a line. So position one, two, three, four. And some characters can only do certain damage to um, other enemies depending on where they're standing. So the enemies you're up against are in the same sort of lineup. They, you know, one, two, three, four, five type stuff. Yep. And um, so you kind of want to have your, your tanky guys at the front and your healers at the back, you know, standard RPG type stuff. Um, but in some situations, maybe your guy at the front can only attack the first two guys in the line um, that your enemies, like, like your, your enemy for- formations in. And yep. then so you attack those guys and then once their body dies, they leave corpses behind and the people at the back stay in that position. So then you've got to try and eliminate the corpses, corpses on the ground and that sort of shifts them up to the front. Um, so then you can start attacking those guys. But at the same time, the generally the enemies that are at the back are the ones you want to get rid of first because they're doing uh, stress damage on your players. So each time they hit you with a spell or uh, like in the early game, you've got these guys that throw like um, like goblets of like blood at you or something like that. And that makes your stress levels go up really high. And... Um, and so you want to deal with those guys first because if you've got a damage here, like a, a, you know, the damage guys at the front, then you can sort of heal through that stuff. But the stress is what you can't really get rid of quite easily. Right. Um, and you want to really manage that stuff. So you've got to sort of work out what you want to deal with. Do you want to deal with the guys that cause a lot of stress on your characters or do you want to deal with the ones that cause a lot of damage? Um, and I'm finding that, yeah, you kind of want to get rid of those stress uh dealing damage types first because uh, stress is quite annoying. There's not really a good way that I can find at the moment that you can kind of get rid of that stress. It's more or less um, 
if you do damage to to enemies or kill them, that lowers your stress like a tiny bit, um, like a couple of points. And I think the maximum points you can get are two hundred. Right. Once you hit a hundred, like the halfway point, that's when your character starts doing these like neg- negative effects on them. What um, happens at two hundred? They, I think they flat out just die. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Could can you have a like? Could you have a bath, a bubble bath, and maybe? Yeah, you can um, actually. Like- Light some candles. Yeah. So when yeah. you get back to... Oh. Once, once you're finishing the dungeons, you go back to like a hub world. And in the hub world, uh, like uh, there's like a church and a tavern. And you send your characters off into the uh, specific type of thing that they like. Some of them are like, um, I like to pray. And so you've got to send that person off to the church and do the specific task. And that lowers their stress level. But you can't take them on a quest. Um while they're doing this stress relief thing. So you have to take other characters with you. And and at the moment I can take, um, you can take four characters with you on a dungeon and you can have up to 20 uh, sort of in your posse. Right. And so you're sort of trying to micromanage all these characters, making sure their stress levels are, are, um, are low enough to take on to a dungeon, uh, make sure they're leveled up and they've got the right weapons and armor upgrades um, and then you get you're getting gold and all these different like uh, things every time you go to a dungeon that you try and use to level up uh, the things back in the hub world. So some of the things might be like, all right, you want to make sure all that you guys have um, low stress and that uh, you can sort of get rid of some of those negative effects as well. Um, you send them off to like a like a hospital type thing and you can say, all right, I want to get rid of this effect here and, and make sure that disappears. Um, and it could be something that you can manage. It could be like, I don't know, does takes an extra 5% damage from uh, unholy enemies or something like that. And maybe you just want to get rid of that or, or something could, it could be really shit. I've seen some, some trashy stuff on there that I can't really think of at the moment, but um, there's, there's some stuff like, gets 25% extra stress against um, when you're higher than the light level 40 or something like that. So I don't want to take that character anywhere because fuck that. Um, And that was one of the things that I noticed is that like one person was just getting stressed out all the time. I'm like, what is going on? That's when I went into the character sheet and had a look and was like, ah, okay, this is why. And then basically just dismissed them as a character. Like, I don't want you around anymore because you're trash. Um, so yeah I've been having a lot of fun with it there's uh, I, there's like a quest list that it sort of gives you and says alright you can go through and try and complete these things and um, so there's actually tasks in there you can do there seems to be a bunch of different dungeons in there that you can go visit there's um, um, like levels to the dungeons so you can kind of know which ones you want to go take on and which ones you want to leave some of them are short ones some of them are a bit longer than others so they're a bit more difficult um, but yeah, there seems to be a lot of variety there and there's, uh, there's a lot to do. So I'm, and it's challenging as well, which I'm really enjoying. So yeah, quite, quite digging that game compared to the other one that I played, which hasn't been as fun, which you didn't like as much. Yeah. Fair enough. You can like rename people in Darkest Dungeon, right? Um, I, th- I'm not sure. I haven't tried to. I seem to recall like people doing like the XCOM thing. Okay. Yep. Where they'd like name them after all their friends and then take them down in the dungeon mm. and then uh, tell everyone how they 
died hilariously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, speaking about like the XCOM thing, um, this war of mine takes some inspiration from like the ant farm type look as well. Oh right, like, it's yeah. got that side, like that side on view. Um, yeah, it reminded me a lot of of the XCOM uh, base management stuff that you do. But like it, this war of mine, it looks pretty that sort of stuff. But it just, I think it just does doesn't do a great job of explaining what exactly is going on and what you should be doing. Um, so that's why I kind of stepped away from it. From it, and I don't know. Like Darkest Dungeon as well is one of those games that always seems to pop up on Steam during the sales. I'm like, yeah, I'll get around to that one day. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad I've kind of had a chance to play it at least now and see what it's about because it's definitely fun. Yeah, nice, cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, uh, last yeah. day of June. Do you want me to talk about that? Yeah, I'm sure you'll love it. Oh yeah, uh, it's in, it's again another indie game. A lot of indie games on the list. I think it's all indie games today. Um, I think this one came out about a month ago, month or two ago. It is a, an adventure story based game um, about it's about love and death. Um, there is a a man who loses his wife, and the game is about him finding these magical paintings uh, and being able to go back in time and make changes in the world and he's trying to basically save his wife from from dying in a, a car accident um, and that's pretty much just the premise of the game and you're going through it takes about two and a half hours to finish something like that it's not super long um, and it's got this sort of art style that is a bit cartoony and weird like None of the characters have eyes. Uh, they don't have any mouths or, like, distinguishing features like that. Like, your main guy's sort of got glasses, but he's got no eyes, so a bit strange. Um, yeah, and you take control of different characters in this world. There's probably Stop. four. Yeah. What? What do you mean he doesn't have eyes? Explain this to me. He has no eyes. There's, there's like indentations where his eyes should be is this like aesthetic or yeah he doesn't like functionally have no eyes no no like there's no he's got no facial like there's no mouth there's no nose there's there's he's got no eyes it's just sort of like a fucking round head with some hair like that's the, that's the way he looks why all, all the people look i don't know that's why? the art style they've gone for that sounds horrifying. It's a bit weird. I'm, I'm looking at a picture of it now, and it's it's actually fucking terrifying. Yeah, and they all talk. Um, they all talk like Simlish as well. Like they don't speak English. They're all like volleyball, <sighs> that sort of stuff. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, well, this guy in particular doesn't have any hair. He's bald. Some of the other characters have hair. Um, but According yeah, you, to this picture, yes, people have hair, but this dude doesn't. He looks like the fucking the dweeb supreme, though. Yeah, he's, he's pretty oversized glasses and suspenders, and his aesthetic is somebody kicked me in the crotch. This is just me. I'm reviewing the game based on <laughs> the two pictures you've seen. A screenshot when I Google Google image searched last day of June. Yeah, even the fucking look the fucking skeleton bird. Why the fuck? And the fucking bulldog looks terrifying. And it's missing a leg? Has the dog only got three legs? 
the so, fuck is wrong with this shit? Why so are you playing this garbage? It was it was cheap. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Why? Oh my god! It was on sale. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you're you're in this sort of. Does the dog really have three legs? So it would appear based on this picture. Right. I'll chuck it in the Discord so that you can see. I don't uh, don't recall the dog having three legs. It's not something I paid attention to. Um, so yeah, you're in this sort of like everything sort That's of. That's because you're place. a cat person. You're a cat person through and through, and so you don't even care about dogs, no. which I think is crazy. It is. It's pretty crazy. How much like why, why like why would you love cats so much that you actively don't care about dogs? That's what I think is crazy. I don't to know be what you're talking about. You just said you hate dogs. I didn't say I hate dogs. You implied it pretty heavily. Mate, we've got a dog back home, you dickhead. What? That doesn't make it. What kind of dog? Name it. What's its name? Uh, Obi. Like, Get like, fucked. Like, like the fucking Jedi. Three leg dog. <laughs> uh, and what kind of dog is it? I don't have a three legged dog. What kind of dog is it? You're stalling. <laughs> no, it's a Bichon. A what? A Bichon. Yeah, you just, you just making up fucking dog. I'm not Fox. making up dog names. You gotta look at my Facebook. There's probably a fucking page. Oh, I'm gonna pour check. through your fucking Facebook so I can find a fucking picture of you and some dog you stole. I don't fucking think so. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I like, I don't know. I just, it's just re- like really weird. Like, why are you just like animals? Who doesn't not like animals? Who like, oh, I don't like dogs. It's just an odd thing to do. Yeah? <laughs> I found it. I found pictures yeah. on my Facebook. You'll find it. I'm not. I'm not. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Anyway. The one where I had him playing DJ Hero. You don't remember that? Um, vaguely. Yeah, see. Anyway, so you're talking about this terrible this, game. This dog with no eyes. Um and one and three legs yeah uh so the the game takes place inside this this town and you're switching between characters um solving puzzles and the i i don't want to talk too much about story but because that's pretty much all it is yeah pretty much uh so you're you're doing these puzzle elements and that kind of does affect the way sort of things do turn out but you're trying to have this sort of chain reaction of like events because he fixes one thing and then something else goes wrong type stuff. Um, you know, like the butterfly effect type thing that happens. And, um, so like he fixes a problem and all of a sudden, right. The thing that led to the car accident now doesn't happen anymore, but something else triggers and then she still dies anyway. So he's going through all these motions and trying to fix all this stuff. Um, yeah, and you're solving puzzles to do that. Uh, I thought I enjoyed it for what it was. It's um, uh, it does some cool stuff, but it's it's a super short experience. It's um, yeah, it's alright. I was thinking it was like four bucks or something like that on the sale. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. I wouldn't recommend it to you again, Job. So that's something you should not play because you hate those types of games. I do. Let's talk about one that I did play. <laughs> That I, that I told you you shouldn't play. But you also said it was your game of the year. I never, so, s- I never said that at all. So I don't really know what I'm supposed to do with that is information. It, you know, what? 
Uh, no, it is What Remains of Edith Finch. Finch, Finch, Finch. Finch. Edith Finch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, you're, you're the best narration in a game uh, this year, apparently, according to you. Yeah. According to Luke Laurie, professional uh, adventure game lover. Um, all right. So I am going to spoil the shit out of this story because I don't know how else to fucking talk about it, but uh, like how else to talk about it without actually spoiling it. But uh, the, the, functionally, all right, it's a story of some chick, uh, some pregnant chick who rolls up to some house uh, and uh, and climbs all over it. Some like rickety fucking shack. That she dies. She decides she she better go fucking cavorting all over, uh, and um, as she does, she gradually like uncovers the secrets of this house that she apparently lived in. So I don't know um, secrets she never worked out before, but like functionally were super easy to work out. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she was a really, maybe she was like a bit of a slow, slow kid, and she's caught up. Uh, but anyway, so it's it's a story of you finding out how everyone in uh, the Finch family is uh, basically fucked, uh, and um, yeah, and like it pitches this idea that perhaps they're cursed, but uh, in practice, it just more appears that they're just like in some cases criminally negligent as opposed to anything else like uh you know like it, it also like posits that perhaps they make their own luck and so in a way they are unlucky because they think they're unlucky uh but actually they're unlucky because they live in this rickety fucking shack and they do all kinds of irresponsible shit nonstop. Mm. And then, and then they just blame the curse and like, Oh, <laughs> curse strikes again. Lol. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And it carries on. Like, it just like, yeah, well moving on. Uh, that's how that guy died. Oh, this chick died this way. Classic. Uh, so, my biggest problem with it, apart from the narrative, it, like, I don't... Apart from... There were two two stories uh, that I actually felt were um, pretty uh, impacting, I guess, uh, on, on me as a, as a viewer. And I, I, like, I, was, I was viewing this. I wasn't... I'm not going to... You don't play Edith Finch. You just watch it. Uh, <laughs> the Finch. Is that what you're calling it? Yeah, I'm calling it Edith, Edith Finch. <laughs> the Finch. Um, you know, you don't, yeah, you just watch it. Um, and so the the two that I watched that I thought were actually impactful were um, the uh, the baby in the bath one, uh-huh. whatever his name is, and uh, the um, the dude in the bunker. Uh, okay. That was. Oh. You didn't like the the. Oh, it's a weird thing to say. You didn't like it. Um, the 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 guy that's uh like on the drugs and ends ends up killing himself. Ah, oh, yeah, actually, that one was that was that was a good one. I thought um, that was the best part of the game. Uh, yeah, that was actually pretty good. Um, 
I didn't like the resolution to the dude in the bunker, uh, but I did like the the story that attempted like no, I did like the resolution to the dude in the bunker. I didn't like the way it tried to tell the story, um, but whatever. Uh, yeah, no, the dude, the dude, uh, yeah, who uh, just decided. Well, he wasn't on drugs. He just disassociated. He was just oh, okay. dis- like one thousand percent mentally ill, and he then nobody ever tried to help him stop disassociating. Oh. Uh, I thought I thought he was on medication or something. I couldn't. Can't, I can't remember. It's yeah, been he, so was, long he, ago. he was on medication to right. stop his disassociating, and uh, like he stopped taking because he was just happier. Disassociated. Uh, that was that was pretty sad. And yeah, the baby in the bath was pretty sad. Uh, although that one was like proper awful. Like, who closes the fucking door on a bath to answer the phone? Oh, I don't, I don't want the baby to hear this. Do you want him to fucking drown? Pick one, okay? You get a choice here. Either the baby drowns or you get to fucking stop him from hearing you be a complete bitch on the phone. Those are your options. Anyway, she chooses wrong. Uh, and another another notch on the, the Finch uh, tally is uh carved out um yeah um i don't know it just my my biggest problem with it right apart from the i don't know three quarters of it being like pretty boring stories um my biggest problem oh sorry i should add i did like the part where <laughs> seems like you really like this game show a lot i, so, like, I certainly did do, do i have to do you want me to go through the bits that I didn't like as like instead? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm just trying to I'm short shortcutting like I want I want everyone to know that you know I liked about 15 minutes of this I think it took me like 90 minutes maybe 100 minutes to finish yeah it's not that long no um yeah I liked about 15 minutes in um yeah. But I did like the bit where you turn into a shark and then flop down a hill. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a bit dumb. But yeah, so the way that the game works is it's it's like a, it's a walking simulator that is uh, sort of interspersed with these mini game type deal like things mm-hmm. where like occasionally it'll, it'll be like now you're a shark flopping down a hill or uh, now you're controlling a frog or. You got oh, a cat. These- You're a cat at one stage, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. You were a cat and a bird, actually. Um, or chop these fish heads or uh, eat this can of beans. Um, but, yeah, it's just sort of like... It's it's these tiny little mini games. And I guess that is the crux of my problem with this game, is that ultimately my input was inconsequential. Uh, and I don't mean in the sense, in the same way that Heavy Rain, my input was inconsequential, wherein it told me that I was making choices and then it turned out that I that none of my choices matter and I was going to do all, most of this shit anyway. Uh, I mean in the sense that, like, it, it didn't need to be... Like, I didn't need to be, like, driving this bus. It, like, I don't know. It, it was more like... It's on rail, right? It's, it's a fucking... It's a train, right? It's on rails where I'm deciding where which stations to stop at, I suppose. Uh, and then when I like, stop at a station, I hop off and do some menial task and learn something. But like at the end of the day, I don't know. It's, it, 
I'm not. What am I getting out of actually driving the train as opposed to just being a passenger on the train? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, why would I want to drive this train when being a passenger is essentially the same? It it just requires less from me. And I guess the only benefit to be gained from this being a video game is that you are your attention is 100% captive by the game because you are required to make it go forward in the same sense that, like, if you were... If you had to, like, press... Like, if you're watching it as a video and every, like, every now and then you had to rapidly tap your screen, then you would be captive by the, uh, by the, the video. But otherwise, yeah, you're not really needed. You can just sort of, you, I don't know. I just feel like it would be a better, like, no, that, I guess that's, that's the other thing is that if this wasn't a video game, would anyone really give a fuck about it? Like, would it have received the attention that it did? Because that's, I guess that's my, my key gripe with most of these narrative heavy, uh, walking simulators is that ultimately I don't think they tell a story that is, that much better than what video games have traditionally told. Mm-hmm. So if they're not like, if I'm not getting the fucking the video game part, if I'm not getting the fucking interactivity that video game is inherent to the video game as a medium, and I'm also not getting uh, uh, anything else. Like if I'm not getting a significantly better um, uh, narrative experience then what does it really bring to the table this is the same like this goes for uh, everybody's gone to the rapture and firewatch and like all of the games in this genre if they tell me a story that I think is significantly better uh then I can forgive it for, like, I don't know, being absent of any input on my end, but or absent of any real input on, on my end. But, like, if they're not, then it just seems like, I don't know. What, like, if I don't need to put effort in, why why would I? Like, yeah, there's there's nothing to be drawn from me putting in extra effort so yeah yeah no that's okay you can have your opinion job i can have my opinion yeah it's always right 100 percent of the time yep yeah all right anything else you want to say about that don't get it <laughs> don't get it right. i don't know it's, if, if it's going to win narrative awards, I think that is a chilling indictment on the state of narrative in video games. Or how we interpret narrative in video games. I, I, I liked it as a narrative game. I know you did. I thought it did a good job of, of telling a story and having you do tasks on the screen that were impactful. So that's. But why? What, what did you. What were you needed out of the game? Like, what. Why were you required in that? 
to advance the story. Like, being... What, I'm trying to think because I played it, it was so long ago. Uh, like, the, the, the kid on the swing, like, <laughs> having, like, knowing that something's about to go wrong and, like, being on the edge of a cliff on a swing is probably a bad idea. But you're the one having to push the button to to make her go higher or to make that kid go higher on the swing. That's no, but that, like that was the fucking moment when that was when I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like the swing was the fucking breaking point for me because, <clears throat> like, what what? So you that means you don't even have a choice. You are literally locked into doing what it's told you to. This is fucking would you kindly, but without the fucking like introspective like learning lesson about the the fucking separation between or well, uh, you know the, without the fucking understanding of lunar narrative distance like maybe you can sit there I don't know I didn't try it I didn't I, I was like let's do this I sat there for a bit and then I didn't seem to want to do anything so I just fucking did it but that that, that was when I realized that yeah why did I why did I have to make the swing go then mm. like I don't know. That just don't make any sense to me. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's move on. Yep. What is, uh, what's Super Fight? Oh, Super Flight. Super Flight! Uh, is, uh, it's a cool little, like, I don't know, like, just a distraction game that I picked up last week. Um, it's like a wingsuit flying game. Uh, with like randomly generated levels and you score points basically based on how close you can get to like walls and shit uh, or you like so you basically you're you're always careening downwards and uh, you're trying to go close to these uh, these walls so you can do I don't know it's the like effectively tricks uh, and yeah, as as you go down, you're, you're like, I don't know, if you crash, you start back over again at the top, and you try again and shit like that. And it uh, it's it's just a little like I don't know, it's a minor distraction of a game that takes, uh, you know, you play for a couple of minutes and then you move on, I guess. Um, hmm. it's uh, it's like three bucks. Yep, and it's just fun, man. Like uh. I just had a lot of fun with it. Like, I was just... It, like, started out super... Yeah, cool, this is fine. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm liking this and whatever. It's cool. You know, do whatever. And then it turned into, like, I'd spent half an hour just on this one level. Um, and not even, like, not even going that far. I was... It was sort of the same thing to me that I liked about Skate when I wasn't deliberately trying to stack it for the maximum amount of damage. Yeah. Um, instead, in this, I'm like just restarting from the same point over and over and over again and trying to nail that first bit. And then once I've nailed that first bit, I go on and I'll try and nail the second bit. So you go down and there's this mountain in front of you and there's like this big, there's this cave that you have to get through. And once you get through the cave, which is not easy because... Uh, you've got to like straddle this fine line between going, uh, between pulling up enough 
so that you act, don't hit the bottom, but not pulling up so much that you basically stall out and then start falling immediately. Yeah. So you got to like straddle that line and you go through this long cave and then you go down and you just find this, this perfect line, uh, you know, the, the line in skate where, you know, you weren't doing like fucking 900s or some shit. You were just chaining together a really good fucking run of stuff. And uh, yeah, that's... That's basically it, man. Like I just, I just found myself continuously doing the same level over and over and over again until suddenly, yeah, a bunch of time had passed and I, I felt like, you know, I hadn't really accomplished anything. My score, I think I'm like still, like, not even in the top 500 or some shit of scores, but I, I feel like, oh, cool, well, that's yeah. good. So they, um, like specific maps and each map has like a leaderboard is that how it works yeah that's how it seems to work um but so I they're think not like randomly counts. generated maps they, or anything like you that. can't like you they are procedurally generated maps uh based off a seed but i think everyone can enter the the same seed and go on the same leaderboard and whatnot right yeah and so how does the Okay, is there like a leaderboard for like a specific map? Like this is the map everyone's doing today or this week or something like that? Uh, like- I hope I didn't really notice. I was just doing a map. Whatever came up, yeah. That it opened me into, yeah. I just, I'm just reading recent updates. Uh, we fixed our scoring system because it allowed players who played at frame rates above 60 frames per second to get way more points than others. Uh, I think I, I got in too th- late. I've been s- screwed out of fucking points here. Um... Yeah. I mean, that's why I didn't make the top 500. Uh, no, it's probably because I'm garbage. But I, yeah, I was just having fun, man. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those games where, it, like, the same sort of thing that you play on a phone. Like, just mm. drop in, drop out, everything's cool, and you roll away and move on or whatever. Yeah. That, that's kind of how I was playing um, Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. I, I would sort of have a spare 20 minutes and just jump in do a dungeon and then be done yeah because it's one of those games where you can sort of have a quick go of it and then just leave um so yeah that's that stuff's good time fillers yeah yeah exactly uh so yeah that's that cool um we nearly played the forest <laughs> a tiny did. bit we played a, a minuscule amount of the forest Yep. But I don't want to get started on it. That's my problem. I don't want to get started on it because it's like this week in particular. Next week, I'm all about it. I'm all about the forest. But this week in particular, I cannot afford to start playing the forest because then like the amount of times we were playing and we'd start at lunch and suddenly my wife would be getting home and it was seven. Yeah. Like ridiculous. Well, that was this time last year, like the holiday season last year where- I think it was the week after we did our Game of the Year awards. Yeah. And then we started playing this stupid game and we spent like an entire, I don't know, we played like 30 something hours over like three days. Yeah. It was, it was dumb. It was awesome. And we finished it, right? Yeah. We finished it like that weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely keen to play again because it looks like they've done a bunch of updates and made things cool and I've set up a dedicated server so we can play keep our stuff going um and it doesn't seem that hard to have a dedicated server running i just have to make sure i turn it off when i'm trying to play fucking PUBG because i need all them frames mm. uh but yeah 
it seems like something that I could leave on and we could like people who could potter away in their spare time or whatever. And like, yeah, should yeah. be good. I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm very, very excited to play some fucking forest. Did you pick up anything else in the sales? I did. Uh, I did pick up something actually. Uh, oh, convoy. I said this yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah. Yeah. Convoy. Uh, I played it for like 30 minutes and it's not the game for me. It's not what I expected. Oh, okay. So I might steam refund that shit. Um, because yeah, it's sort of, I was expecting like a top down, uh, shooter type deal, but it's actually a lot more, uh, I don't know, like escort missions or something. (laughs) Yeah. It is all escorts, but I was expecting like you would be, controlling the cars manually but instead you sort of click and like drag type mm. deal like you you select uh you select the car and tell it to go to a place with yep. the right click and you tell it to attack something that's not what i was i was expecting to be like wasd sort of top down shoot em up style like just trying to keep shit alive and whatever but this is it's a lot slower than I expected so yeah it's not really for me I got bored pretty quick so fuck it right yeah um I picked up The Escapers 2 uh Ruina Virginia Planet Coaster and yep. the other stuff I talked about yeah so yeah, I did pull the trigger on Planet Coaster I'll get to it at some stage. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. There were a few other things on there I, I did have down and I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm good. I'll wait. I'll see. Um, can't remember what they were though, but yeah. Anyway, there's some stuff I got time to play with over the next couple of weeks. So yeah, give me something to do. There's, no, there's nothing else out. This is it. This is it. You got to fill yep. your time with indie games. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yep. All right. Nice. Cool. That's that's it. Uh, oh no, PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, we, we we nearly forgot our weekly segment, Joe. I know, right? Uh, ridiculous. Um. Yeah. Fucking PUBG had some good games. And then we found out the fucking we we, we got a bunch of chicken dinners and we, we found out the fucking leaderboards. We went on the steamroll on unbelievable on the day they uh they turned the leaderboards off. Because I was like, this is definitely going to put me in, like, the top 150. Easy. These two wins. And then I'm like, why the fuck are the stats not updating? What is going on? Yeah, turns out, no leaderboards. But they're back. I think they've just come back up, like, now. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, Still loving it. Still having, you know, a whole bunch of fun. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I I think we're going to... I think we're about to have an influx of new players who don't really know what they're doing uh, in our group in particular, I mean, because, uh, yeah, at everything I've been to, people have been coming up and they want me to show them how to, how to play PUBG. So, yeah. uh, and I've been telling them I am more than happy to do it. So, And I've been telling them uh, to speak to you. Nice. Because, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Um. Yeah, man, it's been a good season. I've, I've played. I think I've topped like all of my like it's the highest I've been for each one, like solo squads and 
duos. Yeah. Um, but that be, could could be because more time playing it. I don't know. Something right. Like that. True. Yeah, because it, it seems to work a lot off of how many games you've played as well. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but we also played some uh, custom games the other day. Yeah, we've been playing more custom games. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Uh, it's just a, a really good way to mix up how you play. You know, uh, you do have to deal with like stream snipers and shit, but that's okay. It's still fun. Um, yeah. We were playing with Stabby's. He was actually in the game as opposed to just, uh, like, commentating. Yeah, he was in our, in our team. Yeah. Um, it was fun. It was good. We were playing Demo Derby, and uh, we are just getting out to, I don't know, fucking the usual shit. We came Maybe second. Two. We did. We were so close. You were, so close. You were sitting in a car. You were out of fuel. Just as close to the circle as he could be, and uh, yeah, hilarious. I mean, it was like five people left <laughs> as the circle started in closing in. Yeah, and uh, like the other thing was, uh, it was blue as lava. So as soon as you got in, like as soon as the blue touched you, you were knocked down to full, like knocked down to zero health. So hmm. uh, yeah, it was one of those like as, yeah, the circle starts coming in. There's about five people left. And it was just chaos. Everyone was like jumping around, but trying to stay in the middle, trying to punch whoever they could. And yeah. I completely forgot. I blanked out that you could punch people in the game. <laughs> so I was just trying to run around. And I'm like, yep. oh shit, I'm getting punched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was too late by then. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. But then the next one we did just punching matches. Yes. Me like, uh, punching only. Punching only. Uh, there was bandages, no rebels. And yeah, punching only. And it was fog, right? And teams that of was eight. Teams of eight, and it was basically it was basically zombies, but everyone's a zombie, and it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, also, the same sort of uh, blue zone is not good. Yeah, blue and zone. We, is we lower. landed in the north side of the map, which was not helpful because it ended up in the military base. True. Also true. Oh, and then no vehicles. Yeah, no vehicles. So uh, we had to run. Like, we basically had to run immediately, and uh, yeah, it was uh, that was a good one. Did we win that one? Yeah, we won. We got yeah, it was uh, me and one other dude. I think. Yeah, left. It was like two on one. Yeah, uh, it was three on one. I I, I TK'd the uh, the guy that team killed Stabby's. Um, and then oh right yeah, it was was it me and Drew left? I can't remember. Um, might have just been me and someone else. Uh, and I, got, I think Drew died it. third. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my feeling. My gut feeling is he died third. Um, yeah, oh, third last time. But uh, yeah, that was um, yeah, fucking hilarious. And yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot like how I assume zombies would go down. Uh, but Stabby doesn't do zombies generally, you know. So uh, yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's it. Yep. <clears throat> Watching some uh, some tournaments as well. Watched a bit of the Cyber Gamer. Cyber Gamer PUBG um, was on. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm still. I still think there's a lot of work to be done on that stuff. It's just too like nothing happens in that first like couple of circles. There's just no action. Yeah. Because um, nobody wants to fight anyone. So you get down to. 
like even I think I was watching the Asia Invitational um, like two or three weeks ago, and it's it's even though there's a hundred people in that, it's a bit bit more than what Cyber Game was doing. Um, I think I went sixty players, but it's it's again one of those things where, and I think we were watching it at one stage. There's like sixty people running on like the second last circle, and it's just yeah. There just needs to be a better way of forcing players to take engagements. Like they're trying to do it by, I think they upped kills to ten points or something like that. Yeah. Um, they've got to find that really good balance between placement and kills. Yeah. Um, you know, making it so that getting kills are worth it. Um, yeah, it's it's tricky. And I it think is. you were talking about it, right? Like having looking at leaderboard systems, trying to figure out where you are. Like the team coming first, if they're far enough in front, then they can just kind of sit back and hide somewhere, try and yep. get the best placement. Where the guys maybe a bit further back, do they take the risk and try and go for placement and hope that the other team gets killed? Do they go looking for the other team? Well, were they- you watching Cyber Gamer last night? <laughs> I didn't watch... I actually thought the games were over, but it turns out they were still going. So, I watched about three games, three or four games. Right, yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was watching... I was actually watching on Zoidmate's stream because he was streaming himself while he was playing, which is fucking bold. He was also playing without a, any fucking delay. Which no, is, no, they had a delay on. No, Zoidmate didn't. I thought, I thought he had like a three-minute delay because I was watching Stabby's and he was behind Stabby's. Zoid? No, Zoid was in front of Stabby's. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, he was, he was well in front of Stabby's. Um, and yeah, so Stabby's obviously had a delay, which is good, but yeah, Zoid didn't, uh, it was about, yeah, so Tainted Minds, it was Tainted Minds, Greyhounds, Atletico, Arcane, and... I am? No, I am were like 10th, I think. Um, I can't remember who was 5th. Um, but those four, those those were the top four. And uh, yeah, it's... I don't know, man. Once, like, Tainted Minds were ahead by 160 points going into the last game. And... The reaction from Zoid when, uh, like, three attainted mines went down hmm. was, like, they, they thought they were good. But then they basically spent the rest of the game, like, watching the fucking kill feed. And you could see them despairing as they realized that the uh, the fourth member of attainted mines didn't get killed. He just hid. He hid, basically. Yeah. He, he didn't. Like he basically rank tanked. He just hid so that he could like get as high a placement as humanly possible. Yep. And um, yeah, it got to a point where he was like, uh, went, like I think fifteen left. And mathematically, from that point, there was no way. Um, the difference between tenth and last. Um, no, it can't have been 15 left. 25 left. Um, but, yeah, so Zoid, Zoid's team came 10th. Uh, uh, Tainted Mines came 15th in that last game. Mm-hmm. But the dis- difference between 10th and last place is uh, is 40 total points. 
and they needed 160. Um, so he'd got five kills. So there was like just no way. Points, yeah. yeah, there was no way. And yeah, you could you work it out. If they weren't going to win and they lost two dudes pretty early, uh, if they w- weren't going to get the chicken dinner, they like just couldn't. They could not win the game. Um, like it doesn't matter. Like no matter how many kills they wouldn't need, Zoid himself would have needed to get six more kills um, to like get them close. Mm-hmm. And he also would have needed to live much longer and all this kind of shit. You know, they, they were just yeah. You just wind up in this situation where. You can you can work it out mathematically. If you're tainted minds, you can work it out. If I can make it a fucking, if we can make it a tenth, we literally can't lose unless everyone lines up and lets second place do us. And so it just wound up being one of those situations you see in like other other ones, like uh, other game, uh, other sports like Formula One, uh, which I only watch uh, sort of in passing uh, to. I don't know, so I can actually have any sort of conversation with Heath when we talk. Um, but, yeah, more often you're more interested in the in what's going on. Like, first is just nobody's, nobody's catching first. So it's just pointless. You don't even fucking bother. You don't even want to know what's happening with first. You just want to know what's happening. Like, third and fourth are so fucking close. Well, third and fourth and fifth are so fucking close that you're like, holy shit. This is it. This is where anything could happen. Like, I care about this. I want to see. And so I, I fucking, I was like watching Zoid, but uh, yeah, more like more invested in what happened to Pekin, uh, Pekin's team Arcane, because they were, they had a shot. Hmm. Uh, it seemed like Atletico didn't have a shot at um, catching Zoid's team, and they died really early. So, they proper didn't have a shot. But yeah, Arcane had a shot at coming in third. Uh, they just needed to like put in a pretty great effort and they wound up winning the game. Um, that was awesome. That was really cool. But at the end of the day, yeah, I was only invested in it because that was going to be an interesting fucking, like, uh, I guess, uh, interaction on the scoreboard. And I don't think that is necessarily a great thing. I think watching like watching the the last third of a PUBG match is fucking cool. Hmm. Uh, and I thought Stabby's was doing a really good job. I had both I had Stabby's stream on mute and I had um, Zoid's I was watching Zoid uh, with like the sound on and shit. So that I could like uh I don't know, I just wanted, I, I figured I could pick up some tips and stuff, but he doesn't really do anything we don't do. So he does that jumping thing that you do all the time, the tries to be bananas. Um, yeah, I did, like, I didn't, I wanted to see if I could get some tips, but I was watching Stabby's. I thought Stabby's did a, a good job of, like, with the camera work and stuff. Uh, like, a couple of, a couple of fucked choices. Like, a couple of times he switched off of, like, a really obvious. Uh, gunfight coming up um, and considering how much information he has available to him you'd think that he would have stayed but he like yeah I guess he knows what he's thinking he's thinking you know oh these guys do certain things and meanwhile uh, I'm watching on Zoids and you've like you've seen the kill feed just like fucking stack up like 15 things and you're like oh shit 
watch you switch over to stabbies and like fucking i hope he watches them and he is and you're like yes we're gonna see how that went down and then he switches away to zoid and you're like what the fuck are you doing go back <laughs> and he switches back just after the fucking just to catch the aftermath of the action or some shit and you're like ah stabbies but like that only happened like let's say that like there were fucking 10 occasions where that was happening he only switched like like that maybe twice you know like he's he was off maybe 20% of the time, which I think is okay. I think that's a, a decent, especially because he's still getting the grips with the concepts and whatever. Uh, he needs a second person is what he well, needs. He needs a second person to talk to because he just sort of, I think he lasers in on what he, uh, the fuck he's talking about and he needs someone to bounce off and give himself a break and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think what's going to happen is like when we spoke to... Uh, Brennan Green, he he was talking about casters having the ability to do replays and stuff like that. Um, and I'm thinking that with the new kill cam system coming in, they that sort of a step towards that bit, like having downtime, being able yeah. to go back and look at how people died, um, or even just like they're recording every match. That that'll be something that comes up, right? Maybe that'll just be on the fly at some stage because I know. Um, for instance, like Dota does that. If you're watching a live match in the game, you can pause it and rewind or, or you know, go to a different player and, and take control yourself, like that sort of stuff. So it seems like that's the direction they're going in with that. And that'll sort of help the, um, like the broadcasting aspect of it a bit better. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, oh, there's nothing happening right now. Nobody's fucking moving. Let's go back and look at some of those kills. What happened exactly? Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. Um, but that, like, that's gonna take. It's it's an interest. Like, I think it it requires a skill set all in its own, though. That that camera work, you know. And yeah, I think Stabby's is a talented amateur. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think, I still think it's it's pretty complex. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm fucking. I don't know. I'm. I'm keen to watch more, but yeah, like you were saying, that first the first half of every game is just dead air, 100. percent I don't even, I, I don't know how many points you can make kills worth uh, to make it like make people hunt kills. You know, do, do you have like a uh, like point system sort of change depending on how many people are left? Yeah, I think they already do, don't they? No. Isn't that already here? No? It's, well, well, I mean, placement points, yes. But I'm talking about, like, kill points. No, I thought kills were worth more. Are they? Oh. No, I think they're just flat 10 points at the moment in, in competitive scene. Well, I don't know, but that's not going to change anything, though, right? Unless you can make kills worth less as the game goes on. Yeah, something like that. Or so make kills worth more at the start, or uh, like I don't know. H- how do you balance that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Because then you end up with a situation of people hiding at <laughs> the end game to get better, better placement. What do you mean? Which is what was happening before, like you because placement points were so high in the past. Um, yeah. I think when they first started, points were for kills of five five points. Yep. Uh, and they're up to about 10 at the moment. So they're trying to make kills worth more to sort of keep people 
fighting because we were seeing at those some of those tournaments just people getting into the circles and just not engaging anybody. Yeah, rank, so they rank get, tanking. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they're still looking at that. I mean, they just ran all the IEM stuff. They've got the invitationals they're doing. I'm sure they're looking at all the data and trying to figure out exactly how to make it a bit better. Yeah. Um, still got a ways to go. <coughs> yeah, they do. Uh, but yeah, it is. It's yeah. It's good when it's good. Yep. yep. All right. Should we do some news? Let's do some news. Do some news. Destiny 2. Do you want to talk about it? Let's do it. You love uh, Destiny. Game of the year. Oh, don't I just. Best, uh, best music of the year. Best art of the year. Uh, these are the things people are talking about these days. Yep. Best narrative. That's what they talk about. Um, yeah, they said best narrative. Amazing. Um, so they released a, a thing about the state of Destiny 2. There's been some controversy. I guess it's come to a head recently. Uh, it was revealed last week that uh, XP gains, like what was displayed as your XP gains in Destiny 2 uh, did not reflect how much XP you're actually earning. Uh, Bungie tried to play this off as a um, bug, but that is patently horse shit. Uh, and uh, that was, um, I guess uh illuminated or uh really re- like the pa- picture was really painted when they fixed the bug uh, and then they doubled the amount of xp you needed to get um your next bright engram uh which essentially reverted you uh you, you get about a five so the bug was you were getting about 45 percent of the xp that it said you were getting uh, on average, on average, uh, you there were there were situations where you were getting as little as four percent of the XP it said you were getting, uh, which is pretty fucking crazy. Um, so, with that in mind, yeah, they were they they got rid of the the bug. You now earn as much XP as it says you're earning, uh, but then they doubled the amount of uh, XP you needed to uh, get your next uh, level which is how you get a bright engram, uh, which means you're now earning about 50% of the XP you were previously. So it's a 5% increase. Um, but yeah, in general, um, not really all that good. So people were pretty pissed at that because, well, f- fuck, like, of course they were because it's fucking bullshit. Uh, they did, like, bright engrams is how they monetize this game post-launch. Apart from the DLC. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, there's lots of ways they monetize this game post-launch. Oh, well. Oh, never mind. Uh, no, anyway. They wanted people to buy Bright Engrams. And uh, so they were they fuck with the XP to make you feel like you weren't earning fast enough. And now you're just blatantly not earning fast enough. Uh, it's a big bag of dicks. Anyway, so people were upset about this. Uh, it sort of made people realize there was all kinds of shit that they didn't like. Uh, and, um, so yeah, people were like, that's it. I'm done with destiny. They, uh, canceled a, uh, a live stream that they were going to do where they were going to talk about new weapons in destiny in the DLC or whatever the fuck, yep. uh, which is a smart thing to do. And they, they've instead, uh, introduced a blog, a text post where they detail what's going on with destiny, the state of destiny too. And uh, they talk about, you know, they've got a new weapon tier, Masterworks, which have all kinds of uh, stuff on them, re-rollable stat bonuses, uh, 
all kinds of unique shit. Um, and they've uh, they've created uh, you're getting better rewards for doing strikes um, and a whole bunch of stuff. Basically, uh, they're injecting a whole bunch more loot into the game uh, to keep you playing. Um, but at the end of the day, that is idiotic because the reality is. Like, this is like Zimbabwe, right? Zimbabwe. Uh, found that the Zimbabwean dollar was uh, practically worthless and their solution ultimately was to pr- print more Zimbabwean dollars. Hmm. And uh, eventually, inflation got so far out of control that uh, I think it was something like 12 trillion Zimbabwean dollars was worth a single US dollar. Uh, that's what they're doing. They're injecting more loot, but it's not valuable loot. They're not making, they're not creating stuff that people actually want. They're not fixing any of the problems that people have with the game. All they're doing is injecting more like valueless, worthless loot into a system that already has worthless loot. Uh, and like, they're not, they're not creating situation like ways for you to store. They're not upping your vault storage or anything like that. Basically, you are now like you'll. There's more loot, basically, but it's worthless. That's yeah. world's loudest bike driving behind you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they're adding a whole bunch of worthless loot, which is literally just gonna like. That's not how you fix a fucking loot economy. They're they're not like, and the loot economy for Destiny is is fucked. So the reality is they're not fixing shit and uh yeah i don't know it's just it's staggering to me that oh he's coming back he's doing laps doing laps <laughs> he's being doing the loudest fuckwit alive he's doing it around your place as well can you hear him <laughs> no i don't know it's only only near you oh okay right. but yeah he's a fuck um yeah so uh i don't know they're just they're fucking this game and it was already fucked, so I don't know. I don't know how people still play this shit. Yeah, dude, well, like you're being you're being boned. They have literally no respect for you if you're playing Destiny Two. They just don't respect you as a person. This is like all they're doing is adding extrinsic reward systems or adding to their extrinsic reward systems which are already flawed and they're not doing anything to the intrinsic reasons you would play this fucking game. They still don't have fucking any kind of social, they keep going on about how fucking this is where like, you know, the most important thing about destiny is how many friends I made along the way. There's no fucking ways to make friends in destiny. You don't match make up with people except in a few certain fucking cases, nothing that you'd fucking bond over. It's not like World of Warcraft where you fucking find yourself in a fucking dungeon and like, wow, that DPS, these like that DPS, this healer, they're fucking pretty good dudes. I'd fucking run the dungeon again with them. It's like Destiny 2 makes me want to go back to World of Warcraft to see if I was fucking crazy about the fucking social aspect of that game. Because yeah. how the fuck do you not just copy that? You fucking idiots. Holy shit, Bungie, you're so fucking done with this stuff. Yeah. Like, when I see people that are playing Destiny 2, and they're like, oh, but it does all this this cool stuff, it does this, and I'm like, yeah, but, like, WoW was doing that 10 years ago. Yeah. They they haven't 
and they did they're still doing it better <laughs> like it's not uh, the nothing they're doing over in that game is like groundbreaking or anything it's it's been done elsewhere better better years and years ago like this is all the budget ass version of that shit it is all the fucking the home brand ass white label bullshit mm. and you're like why this is supposed to be a fucking the fucking premiere <laughs> The super ultimate bungee fucking experience. And this feels like they are putting in the smallest amount of effort possible. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ridiculous. It it does good shooting and that sort of stuff. There's nothing to keep you playing. It's just... Yeah. yeah, There's just no content there to do anything with. It's it's strange. Um, Anyway, we've we've bashed up Activision. It's now to bash up some EA. Right. Weekly, what the fuck's going on with Battlefront 2 segment. Um, some cool stuff here. I, I've been catching up on it uh, in the last hour, <laughs> reading cool. about what's going on. Let's start off with this one, because this one sounds fun. Um, the CFO of EA uh, was in an investor's call uh, yesterday. Or Did day you say before. the CEO of FA? CFO of EA. <laughs> Sure. CFO of EA, yeah. um, was sort of addressing the loot box system and why it's not uh, a cosmetic-based loot system, because as we know, it's a pay-to-win one currently, where you get items and weapons to improve uh, your characters. Um, and he talked about how that uh, they can't do it because it'd fuck with the canon of Star Wars. Yep. That was their reasoning behind uh, why there's no cosmetic items. And it, and it was talking about, like, well, nobody wants to see uh, uh, a, a different colored Darth Vader or a different style type of Darth Vader running around. Like, who wants to see a pink Darth Vader? Um, right. And I don't but, think anybody asked for that, did they? But this is just that, like, it, it's because they can't directly point at Disney and go, because uh, Disney won't let us. That's all it is. I think we've talked about this before. They can't do cosmetic shit because every time they try to do anything Star Wars related, it has to go through fucking upper management at EA and upper management at Disney to get fucking approved by fucking everyone. And so, who like, what's the point of having, like, cosmetic shit if it takes, like, 90 months to turn anything around? Yeah. And, yeah. They can't do cosmetics because, yeah, Disney's never going to fucking let them dick around with this shit. Uh, it's it's not necessarily the canon. That's just the excuse that they're using. Like the reality is, Disney holds this shit in its vice grip, uh, and yeah, they just never would. Yeah, uh, and then so uh, today, I think it's today's news. Um, don't know if you saw this one, but there was a guy on Reddit who found a character customization screen in the game. It's hidden right. on PC. Um, and he's gone through it and it looks like there are a bunch of the, um, like there's a video on, on YouTube at the moment where there's like, here's the rebel Alliance and here's seven different skins for these characters that you can go through. Um, or here's some of the, the other like human races and they've got like five character skins. So there is something in there at the moment for being able to customize characters, um, but it's not... It's, oh, they're from, like, fucking different, like, <clears throat> different squadrons and shit. Yeah. That's cool. That's, yeah, that's definitely one way to go. So, that's, that. like, fuck. how you could do it. You could you can have that stuff in there, but they somehow <laughs> didn't decide to do that? Or yeah, this no, is something that's coming later? 
Oh my god, that's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, that's rid- ridiculous. I don't know. Um, yeah. So well, anyway, what a fucking excuse. He he also talked about uh, how like. They're banging on about this shit again. We're like, oh, well, not everybody has the same amount of time to unlock weapons in the game. So we give them the option to buy them. It's uh, yeah. trash. Yeah, it's a trash excuse. Um, but anyway, I thought it was funny that the day after they talked about this, about how they couldn't have cosmetic items in the game. Somebody did some data mining and found that it's, they already had them. That's amazing. It, it's, it's in there somewhere. Um, so we don't know at what stage, like, is that something that's coming or is that something that was in there that's pulled? Um, yeah, a bit hard to tell right now, but it's still hilarious that it's there. And, uh, that's the news. Can you think of anything else? I cannot. No. That's the show uh, now. Awesome. Yeah. Nice, well, quick, then. nice quick one. Yeah. Good one. Um, uh, okay, we've got no questions. Cool. Send us questions. Um, and I, I want to... Did I talk about this last week, my my idea for the uh, game of the year? I don't think so. I don't know. Is there... I, I want people to... If, if you've got the time, obviously, or, or the, the inclination, uh, write in or message us to tell us about your game of the year that you reckon we haven't played. The best game that the gap hasn't played. Yep. Because I'd love to know it. Uh, we can tally it up and add it to our uh, our game of the year discussion. And uh, yeah, that should be good. And yeah, if you want to write, like you can just write like the name of the game. But if you want to write an argument, we'll um, we'll talk through that argument as well. Yeah. Uh, look at did you see this there's a game called Parkosaurus is coming out it's a dinosaur park simulator I did see this yes right that's news um sort of it looks okay uh fucking Jurassic World Evolution looks better to me um but yeah there's that there's Prehistoric Kingdom mm-hmm. which is also out at the moment uh there's a demo out for that uh, but that's pretty basic. It's made in Unity and it's sort of uh, pretty simplistic. There's no like, there's no dino AI versus stuff at the moment. Like the dinos don't fight. I put a T-Rex in a holding pen and then I dumped a Triceratops in it and they just sort of walk past each other. So uh, disappointing. Um, and there's another one called Mesozoica. Right. And I have the demo for that, but that looks pretty cool. So I'll talk. I, I might go into those next week. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, let's wrap things up then. Yeah. That's it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, you can find the show on iTunes, uh, iTunes, Android, Windows Store. There's probably other places you can find it. Um, let us know. I don't know. Yep. What else do you use to listen to stuff? I don't know. I, I don't know. I use Pocket Cast. That's what I use. Um, the Gap, the GA podcast, search for that. It'll show up. We're on video games, games and hobbies, that category. That's you'll, us. you'll find us. It's, it's yep. quite easy. Uh, if you want to send us questions, you can email us at gapodcast at gmail.com or you can jump onto our Discord page, which is the gapodcast.com slash Discord. We have a questions channel in there. If you want to ask us anything or uh, suggest us any uh, game of the year stuff that we should check out. Um, 
We've also got voice channels in there, people playing games and, and just people talking crap in there. Uh, it's a lot of fun. If you want to jump onto social media, we have that as well. Facebook.com slash GA podcast, Twitter.com slash GA podcast, and all the links to all the things we just talked about are on our website, thegapodcast.com, including our past episodes as well. Uh, if you want to listen to, I don't know, whatever we talked about, maybe last year for Game of the Year, uh, where we yeah. were 100% correct. We were 100% correct. That's true. About all that stuff. You can do that. And that's all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can do that at patreon.com slash podcast. We You're greatly awesome. appreciate everyone that does that. And we do. That's it for this week. You got anything happening on the net, Job, this week at all? Uh, um, I don't know. We'll have to see. Check redball.com slash esports. Uh, I don't know. It's hard, hard to tell. I was supposed to do this PUBG interview and uh, just hasn't haven't been able to get the answers I need so uh, I might do a Heroes of the Storm one instead you can just uh, ask me uh, I'll, I'll give you some answers a good one yep um, I was going to say because Frisco has been sending me uh, Frisco is one of our listeners he's been sending me on Discord a bunch of um, like uh songs uh to like get me into different music as opposed to just listening to the same shit all the time uh which has been really awesome i've discovered some really good stuff uh that i hadn't heard before which is cool uh but i was thinking yeah i haven't listened to um rock music in a long time i used to listen to it a fair amount right uh and then at some point i guess i just felt like it didn't have much to say to me anymore and so I stopped listening. Um, but uh, if you've got any suggestions for that, I'd love to hear it. Just send me it on Discord. That'd be cool. Because hmm. uh, I always need mu- new music. Otherwise, I just listen to the same shit that I know I like. Uh, but yeah, and I want to thank Frisco for sending me some really good shit. All right. Yep. Cool. Cool. That's uh, that's it. I think that's it this week. That's it. Easy show. A lot, of, a lot of indie stuff. All indie stuff, I think. True that. Yep. Yeah, man. The year of the indie. Month of the indie. It's December. We Look at this guy. A couple more shows left. We've got 400 coming up in like two weeks. Crazy. It's a, it's a big number. Yep. Uh, Australia's best podcast right here. Thank you. The best. Yeah. We're the best. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, listening. Bye. Yep.